Oh my gosh. We are recording a podcast. We're back. Do you have your list of ideas that we wrote down? It's upstairs, but like I remember the ideas. Pretty much I feel like we're, we've been um, gone for like, what, four months now? Um, At least. When was Mercer County? That was our last podcast. And that <laughs> like was, end of August yeah. was our last podcast. So, so I feel like... A little bit. Yeah, I feel over. like we should probably just like take a moment to like get, just kind of like Let, life our update. first episode back. Let's just do like life update. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like life yeah. update, and then we can like get sprinkle in the, like little random stories because like yeah. we definitely have some fun stuff. I mean, shit's happened to us still in the last four months, but yeah, you want to take it away there, there, Captain? Um, yeah. So let's see. In August, we did Mercer. We went to Mercer County. Mm-hmm. So you could set up your trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just kind of didn't anymore. That we was, well, and like, to be fair, like, I just am still trying to, like, I'm still like, but last year, especially like I was adjusting to running my small business and social media full time as my job. Yeah. And I was kind of biting off more than I could chew by yeah. doing too many events, um, whether it be having people come to me and then like, cause like literally in like a two week span, I had farm science review yeah. and then we had the people here for like the little meetup thing. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Oklahoma with yeah. my trailer. So it was just too much. And I had to figure out how to like prioritize. And that honestly is our big, like we just didn't prioritize the podcast. No, like that's just, didn't. there's no, there's life shit that came up for sure. Yeah. Um, you adopted a whole ass kid. Yeah. I did adopt, um, Whitley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whitley is now officially ours Yay. forever, um, or until I get tired of her. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's just, let's go from, so August, Mercer County was in August. Mm-hmm. That was the last time we spoke to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I have gotten messages on the Independent and Unstable podcast IG. Yeah. Um, people one really wanting to know when the next episode was coming out mm-hmm. which like me too yeah um, and two <laughs> people thinking something happened and that we just don't speak anymore yeah which fair but like Lacey I've been in several TikToks we've yeah. been in several TikToks together so like <laughs> you're always on my Snapchat story know, as well I don't know you know it's like I understand like some people first of all it makes us feel very loved and appreciated yeah. that you guys enjoy the podcast because yeah. I've and had a lot of people noticed a void yeah from us not being like around. genuinely thank you for listening and supporting yes. it because like obviously I think everyone's goal is to like blow up but like not to the point of like insane popularity just a sustainable yeah. like it would be really cool if this was part of me and Julie's income and and we were able to right. really take this somewhere because we genuinely enjoy yeah. doing it. Um, genuinely enjoy filming the podcast because it's pretty much just us hanging out. Like it's just we. Well, that's it. what I was gonna say. It's also just better for because it's like a chance for us to sit down and just like check the friendship. Yeah. Like sit down and talk to each other uninterrupted for like an hour or yeah. two hours or whatever. And a lot of it, I mean, at least before it was just a lot of like story staring yeah which is like, what we spend most of our time doing anyway even yeah. though most of the stories we tell each other involve the other one yeah and also it was a nice outlet for me to like yeah. kind of bitch about social media it is kind of like a too. therapy yeah and so like we love doing the podcast and it's not that we ever want to not we just need to be better about prioritizing right. it and scheduling because it is hard like life is hard yeah. as to young adults like julie it, like we're on very opposite spectrums but still important yeah um now we're kind of mirroring like not mir- mirroring but like we're kind of falling into similar patterns yeah. because my bestie just started a business. Yeah, I know. I she doing like, big girl shit. I don't know how long telling Lacey that she needed to do the whole website bullshit, and then I'm like, well, I kind of want to do it, 
I don't know if I should do it. And it's the wildest thing for me because Julie, I always joke, is like my mom friend. And she really is. Like, we're both mom energy. But, like, Julie is the type of person that, like, I can literally send her a random text and she can just answer my questions. Like, she just, she knows where to look. She already has a lot of information. Like, it's insane. You're the emotionally in touch mom. Yeah. And I'm like, my love language is doing things for you. So just let me help you. Yeah. So, like, I'm the one you come to if you want, like, emotional stability and, like, which you've become a lot better, though. Well, I mean, I I do have a kid. Yeah. I feel like that has a lot to do with it. But you also have become a lot better at it, too. I try. But Julie is definitely the one who's, like, let's get this figured out. So, like, it's insane to me that Julie has come to me with questions. And then I'm so scared I'm going to fuck it up for you. (laughs) So, like, basically... My mom also runs her own small business through the same website that Lacey, like, does all of her stuff through. Yeah, GoDaddy. Even though they don't pay me for yeah. it, it's a great fucking place. Like, I and love like, GoDaddy. So I was like, I want to do it. And I wanted to do, like, I had an idea to do um, basically, like, m- merchandise geared towards hairstylists. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I'm a fucking sucker for a stupid fucking t-shirt. Yeah. Today I have a Tom and Jerry t-shirt on. I love it's it. part of my daily. Like yeah. I just have stupid t-shirts on. My all-time favorite, my Stone Cold Steve Austin WrestleMania t-shirt. That's it's yeah. a classic. And so I just think shirts like that or shirts with stupid sayings on them, They're like fun. I love it. I love a good dumb shirt. And you don't see any for hairstylists. That's true. Because a lot of hairstylists are too busy doing hair. Yeah. So my mom's small business just happens to be t-shirts. Your mom's small business is great. Her mom is also who does all my sublimated cups, yes. and she's fantastic. Those are, like, one of my best-selling cups. Yeah. Like, well, my other ones, they sell way better. Like, yeah. I cannot keep those cups in stock. Your mom is the greatest. I love having yeah. – because so, it's great. My thoughts here is, like, okay, so I'll get a decent return on T-shirts. You know what I mean? Because, like, like, obviously, my mom's going to cut me a deal. Yeah. Because I'm her favorite child. Obviously. And everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. But I had an idea and I wanted to do it and I just never did it because it never felt like the right time. And it's almost like the, one of those things, like I was just waiting on something. I'm a big person on signs. Like, yeah. It's a sign. Same. I'm a witchy bitch. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not as, and we talked about this the other day, I'm not as like in tune with like the witchy bitchy stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I know a sign when I see one. Oh, yeah. You know? And I will, I'm even if I don't say I'm looking for a sign. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm looking for a sign. Something's yeah. happening. Something's got to tell me what's going on. Yeah, I want to know that this is the right move for me. Well, I like to have validation. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. But because, like, I'm not a person who seeks, and I, I will never accept validation from other people. I really yeah. won't. I'm just a person. I'm also a person that can't take a compliment, and it's not because yeah. I'm full of myself or I'm stuck up. I just don't. I genuinely, it makes me uncomfortable when people compliment me, mm-hmm. and I just don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, thank you. Yeah, but also, But if I I'm ever, if, if ever, you tell me, like, like, my hair's pretty, or, like, I look nice, and I say, yeah thanks it's not because <laughs> i immediately pawned it off on something like people yeah. were really com- complimenting my hair this yeah. time which like you did pop off um i really like this color a lot and so instead of being like okay i'm like julie killed it <laughs> like yeah. i just i i extend I the, what to do <laughs> the compliment you know what it is it's because no one ever complimented us growing up so 100%. we don't know how to do it now yeah anyway so the girls that own the shop that i work at decided to stop doing retail and i was like there it is that's my fucking sign so I sat down and I applied for all my vendor stuff mm-hmm. and I set up the website mm-hmm. and I did the damn thing. You did. And now I'm just waiting on getting my paperwork back so I can start selling. I know. It really stuff. does feel like, because we're going to get a little bit witchy bitch here, but there does feel like I've had, so I'm not going to go into super detail just because like there are some things that you just can't 
always talk yeah. about in depth. I have talked about it on my Patreon because like that's like my diary diary. Yeah. Like if you pay behind a paywall, that's behind can, a paywall. You get all the stuff. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Patreon's an emotional OnlyFans. <laughs> um, but I have had a lot of life things happen very personal and like a lot of like very upsetting things that have kind of gone down in the last three months and that was also hard to deal with because you know trying to keep everything afloat and running a business and doing social media and everything so but I did do the correct steps um and moving forward it does just feel good like it just feels like 20 like I know that I think we're all just emotionally drained from the last two years just being so fucking chaotic and wild and it's just felt like we're all still emotionally like digesting 2020 but it just feels like a like i just i feel very lucky i feel very confident Mm -hmm. i feel very empowered um i just i feel very confident in what i'm doing i feel very just assured that this is the right thing for me and i'm moving forward i'm getting everything put in place i have a lot of opportunities that are coming my way and i have left a lot of toxic and unnecessary people and energy in 2020 Two, I also feel like it was kind of awesome. Like literally, it was um, New Year's Eve, and me and Julie were just sitting down, trying kind of like, ball, like pinballing ideas off of each other because, like, in a way, we're basically business partners. Because even though you're not officially on my paperwork, and I'll probably yeah. not be on, you know, I won't be on yours other than the podcast. But like, we do have each other's back, and like both yeah. bring knowledge to each other. And like, Julie is the biggest help when it comes to my business, when like helping me with like vendor events and stuff, and. So it's kind of nice that I get to pay you back with helping with random stuff. Like, yeah, I appreciate it. No problem. Of course. But like, I really, and I needed that sign. That's exactly like, I yeah. don't feel any type of way about it. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. And it's just a good opportunity. Like, I think that, you know, having other avenues is always, I'm sorry, Peter, <laughs> can you fucking chill? Yeah, it was doing that when you went to like download GarageBand and it's like, it, it, I thought I was going to, I was like, this is it, I'm going to blow up, that thing's going to blow up. Well, we had to get a up. new one out here, so we're still, so that was a big thing too, was just making, like finding out where to film the podcast, you know? Yeah. And, um obviously Whitley is amazing she's so funny I fucking love that child she's hysterical she She is is. like I know that I'm sure everyone thinks their kid is the greatest and like the kids around you but like Whitley really is the greatest yeah and but if we tried to podcast at your house she would just hi tampon yeah Yeah, tampon (laughs) so we were like all right well let's dedicate you know we can film on the weekend that way Caleb has the child yep and then we can knock out an episode or two and we can just film in my mom's little office because it's separate from the house and it has a good setup and there's yeah. enough stuff to where like the sound is going to be good but we're not going to film still because i just think that we need to like yeah up we our need game. to get back we need to get rededicated yeah to... i think and that's fair like that's how most yeah. podcasts go we started out too ambitious yeah. I think, too and then just trying to keep up with that was overwhelming this is and i bought a macbook so that we're on the same processing yeah and, and now that we have be, three different devices we can record on yeah instead of us sharing a mic when guests, guests do arrive yeah. they can have their own complimentary recording ipad yeah and then i'm getting my house built so there will be a studio room yeah. in there and no get legit studio yeah because i feel like what i'm going to do is since i'm going to do the barn dominium to where i'll have like a shop warehouse my basement i'm gonna have is more of like fun space and yeah. i think i'm gonna have one room that's like a studio set up but then i also because i like want to do like i feel like people would enjoy and i would really enjoy like twitch streaming yeah because i don't have to be a good gamer like i can do other shit like silly games and stuff and i think it would be genuinely fun um so i think i might do that and then that could just be a multi-purpose room 
Yeah. Which I really think would be fun. So that's definitely where we can start recording again yeah. and really get more invested in that side. But it's just fun. It's fun being able to like feel like you're doing the like good and moving forward. Because like I said, we both enjoy um, being on the podcast. Like yeah. I, I enjoy filming it. And it's fun. It's also just a fun thing to get to tell people that you have a podcast. Yeah. And to listen with caution. Yeah. Because we do have a lot of crazy stories. But yeah, that's yeah. the biggest thing was just like I had a lot of personal shit, but also like really forced me to have a lot of personal growth. Yeah. And it really brought me a lot of confidence. It was so funny. I will tell the story because it was, it, I think it's a like good moment of like taking your power back. But I told Julie the story that I'll tell you guys in a bit. And it was funny because Julie's like, okay, there you are finally. Where's this like, yeah, bad I bitch literally energy? said, I've been trying to do this out of you forever. I have had so many people bulldoze me and I'm just done. I think it was finally the last straw on New Year's Eve two motherfuckers tried me two yeah. narcissistic people tried me and i was at julie's house and i was just like how do i attract all of this because like it worries me and makes me want to do a lot of interflecting like i literally went to therapy and my therapist was like you don't really need therapy right now and i'm like but you really because i feel like it i know i'm like you have to understand i have had like six seven people in my life that have just done the exact same like envelope like it's like they yeah. had a script and like of the way that they tried to fuck me over and so at some point I wanted to be like, okay, well I'm the problem somewhere. Like yeah. I don't want to have this inflated ego of like, I can never do any wrong. Like I was like, where am I going wrong? And I think where I'm going wrong is just letting those people have a the chance. The people you associate. Yeah. I think that's it. Like you give me a good sob story and I can help fix you. I'm in, I'm sold. Yeah. I love charity work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the fuck you do. <laughs> so that was the biggest thing. So I really does feel like a different energy shift of 2023. And it just feels I feel like a lot be better about 20, like, new year, new me, baby. Yeah. Look at us. I mean, we're podcasting. I know. But so we did Mercer County. I adopted a kid. Um, I had a miscarriage. Okay. Yeah. We're going in. Okay, yeah. Telling them. Okay. Um, yeah. See, we there can, was a lot of shit. Julie didn't. That's why she didn't get to go to the Chicago trip. Which yeah. was so devastating because I knew how much you wanted to go. So yeah. Well, I, I love Chicago. We're going to go again. I it's love but the thought of going on like just a little weekend trip with people that I liked and I enjoyed because I really do enjoy Aaron and Tyler. Yeah. It was fun, but it would have been way more and, fun. And like, you're you. okay. And <laughs> so you're an okay I was, podcast host. I, so I'm anemic and I've talked about that before about how my iron is super super fucky and and it's always around the fall that you have this it's issue. every six months so every six months I get iron infusions you're mm -hmm. not supposed to have to get them every six months it's supposed to just be when you need it well I need it every six months and it always falls in the fall and the spring and it's always around your birthday and always around my birthday always around my birthday yeah it's really fucking yeah shitty. it just makes getting older so much more fun yeah and so in October the week before Halloween, I had a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And it was a very weird experience. It was crazy, too, because it was like the universe was like just packing us full of shit before a good year. Because yeah. that was the same night that my cows were sick. Yeah. So, like, I was out administering meds, and then I get a Snapchat from Julie, and she's like, this is gross, but you need to see this. And she yeah. just sends me her miscarriage. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if that was the right thing to do, but in the moment, that felt right. Oh, I wasn't okay. upset. I've sent you worse, so, like, I no, didn't... No, I know, but, like, it'd be different if I was like, hey, look at this blood clot, but I was like, hey, look at this... 
miscarriage yeah but i also like we're just that close like you yeah i I didn't like i didn't see it as weird or gross and that moment i just like felt for you as my friend like i was like i saw it and i wasn't grossed out because i literally had just been knee deep in cow shit right for me it was just immediately i was like i was upset but there was also this like little bit of excitement because for so long it's been you just can't get yeah so So, like there was this little glimmer of like holy shit yeah like it's a possibility yeah but still so, detriment, like just yeah. terrible because then you always have the what ifs and. Well, and like, we all know that I'm not a person who and- handles emotions the way yeah. that you should. And I don't like drink or do drugs. I like make really inappropriate jokes and comments about it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I won't get into the details because they were very gruesome. But I, to my best knowledge, was probably like, I don't know, like eight maybe eight weeks yeah that's probably and so um maybe six eight weeks somewhere it was still like a clump of cells yeah very much so i usually have like pretty good sized blood clots but this one was different and i was like okay so i'm like looking it up on my phone like what does a miscarriage at this time look like it's definitely what it was yeah it was i had all the all the weird like coffee ground because i didn't know this but like when you have a miscarriage and you have like like old blood in there it comes out and looks like coffee grounds so if you if your pussy ever be putting out coffee grounds you need to go get it checked get your pussy checked so i texted or i snapchatted Lacey, and then i text my mom like are you eating and she's like no and i was like okay here you go and i sent her a picture she goes oh yeah that's definitely what that is so like i just have this weird moment and i walk out to the living room and like caleb i just had a miscarriage and he's like oh yeah. okay and we didn't talk about it <laughs> we did not talk about it at all and so i went to work and like the girls that i work with are very much an extension of like i wouldn't put them in like the family like or like the friend category they are my co-workers but like i do it's go like to a them with it yeah yeah so it's a different dynamic i in true joy fashion we were just in the middle of a conversation i was like hey guys i had a miscarriage last night and they're like oh what yeah <laughs> okay um anyway so i did that and when we're talking about signs man that was my sign because like everyone was and it was it was like weird to think about the fact that you you know i was pregnant didn't know i was had a whole ass miscarriage type of thing but like that was my sign that i could get pregnant that meant i could get pregnant Mm -hmm. and like that like that has snowballed you into actually like being more yeah. serious about trying and now, so, which is super exciting because we both both of our TikTok algorithms have been telling us that there is a little somebody's boy, getting pregnant with a boy, and I'm like, it ain't me. So yeah, Julie, if 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 they do the gen, if we do the gender reveal and it's a and it's boy, a boy, then we know TikTok was right. Yeah, so um, we'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> well, I only bring up the miscarriage to bring up the fertility part. So yeah. like I had toyed with the idea for like years of looking into fertility and stuff mm-hmm. like that but then the fostering thing came along and then the adoption thing came yeah along. you guys like that was literally crazy because normally like all other foster and adopt situations are like we were in foster for we it took us a year and a half to get a kid and yeah no like not definitely not a newborn it was it was very fast yeah it was literally like the process of the adoption perfect. was not no fast, but like it's getting a kid almost 19 yeah. months 18 19 october um, 18 yeah yeah roughly so we we just like didn't and we didn't really talk about it anymore and like we would mention it like here and there, like all like you know if we do get pregnant but it was more of like i'm gonna concentrate on this right now 
and then we're not going to worry about it until after. Yeah. And then miscarriage happens, and I'm like, okay, well, like, that means I can get pregnant. So then I got proactive about it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I went to a fertility doctor. And found a good doctor. You finally got your official PCOS diagnosis. Finally got a PCOS diagnosis, which, like, I, there's no doubt. And no one would ever, like, look at my, like, little boxes for PCOS and not see that I didn't check every single fucking one. Yeah. It was so wild that they wouldn't just give you the And they wouldn't give me a diagnosis. And so the reason I bring up the miscarriage and the reason I, I bring up the fertility thing is because that was one of the points on our story board a little mm-hmm. storyboard yeah you got pro um, because oh. i had a really fucking traumatic experience with the fertility doctor and it was not the doctor's fault it was not the doctor's fault at all no way shape or form was the doctor's fault so i make the appointment and they tell me i'm just gonna meet with a doctor like a consult. it's gonna be normal i think it's just gonna be a consultation like this first time i'm meeting with a doctor it's gonna be pretty extensive what we're doing so like, yeah i feel like it's just gonna be a conversation thought we would like talk about ivf iui things like that so we get there and the doctor is running like literally 45 minutes late so i'm already anxious and i've been making comments to everybody like oh can't wait to go to the doctor for them to tell me that i can't get pregnant because i'm fat because that's what everybody else has told me you can't get pregnant because you're fat and like i really am truly one of those people i do not think your weight has anything to do with whether or not you can or can't get you know what i mean like i think if you're like 600 pounds maybe maybe that would affect it but like i don't i don't know anyway so i was like oh i can't wait to go you just tell me that i'm 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 fat and can't get pregnant or you know like oh this bitch with purple hair yeah. doesn't need to be pregnant like didn't need to have kids so she's running late she had an emergency whatever so we get and we sit down and we're talking and whatever and I tell her like you know I if you're gonna tell me that I can't get pregnant because I'm fat I would just rather leave now like yeah and she's like I will never tell you that that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard and I'm like oh okay yeah she was a good doctor yeah she's like, a that's good not doctor. the traumatic part so the day i had the appointment i went into the salon in the morning because we were doing adoptive family and i went into the salon to sort gifts because that was like i pioneered that little shit so i was you like, did you did the damn thing putting putting all the shit together and before i left one of the ladies that i work with is like oh are they doing a pelvic like exactly. are they gonna do like an internal ultrasound or anything like that i was like no like they told me it was just a consultation and i didn't know that brie was so good at foreshadowing <laughs> so i go home and something in my head was like you need to splash a little bit of water on it or something like <laughs> freshen it up a little bit or something just in case I'm like all right so i throw my puss in the sink throw a little water yeah, on her throw the puss throw her up on the sink wash her down rinse her off pat her to dry I put her out to pasture. Get there and like it's only like a twenty. Like we're not even. It's not even twenty minutes. It's like maybe fifteen minutes. We're talking to her, and she's like, "Okay, so we want to do blood work," and I was like, "Okay," and she's like, "And then we want to do like an internal so we can see," because she was like, "You sound like you have PCOS. I'm gonna diagnose you PCOS, and the only other thing I don't know is your numbers and what your uterus looks like." So let me look at that bad boy. Right. So let me get in there. I look at Caleb because I already had this existential crisis with Caleb in the waiting room of like, Caleb, like you obviously know I have not shaved down there in a long fucking time. (laughs) And like my legs, nothing. Because it's winter. It's fucking, it's fat girl season. Yeah. I'm wearing pants. It was like the beginning of December because I was dog sitting. So they take us to a room. (laughs) She's like, 
we're gonna do so just like get dressed from the waist down you know da, 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 da. i was like yeah i know the drill yeah because mind you you had just been probed by like an 80 year old man in the er oh my god yeah because after my miscarriage i had a lot of like I had the normal amount of bleeding and like spotting for like four days afterwards and then it stopped and then it started all over again and it got to the point where I was bleeding so bad like Caleb thought I was bleeding out and he's yeah. like you have to go to the ER so we went to the ER and the only fucking doctor on call was somebody 76 year old grandpappy yeah. and was wrist deep inside my vagina while my husband who chose where to sit in the room sat at the foot of the table so he could see everything anyway so he's already been through it so i was like they were like do you want him to wait in the waiting room i was like no he's inside here all the time yeah he's in it so (laughs) we i get in there and i take my pants off and i'm like oh my god my legs are so hairy my vagina is so fucking hairy i get in the stirrups you know the stirrups of shame i get up there and caleb's like you're worried about your vagina your feet fucking stink and i'm like oh my god no i look at him like shut your fucking mouth so she comes in and so i'm like okay well at least if my cooter is hairy and my feet are stinky it's gonna be like a nurse or somebody that does the exam and the doctor will never know how disgusting of a human i am nope sure fucking enough here she walks in she's the one doing the like doing the internal ultrasound because she likes to read them as she does them which like if i was shaved and not stinky feet i would appreciate but you were not your best julie so no i was not up to par so yeah we um that was a good experience for me sorry good, the great experience for me on the fucking i know i hear it yeah sorry it's really doing the damn thing it really is but yeah that was in december yeah and then i was dog sitting for the couple that i dog sat for last summer just temporarily because they had like a little tour thing um and i was like hey a little extra money before christmas why not and yeah. then it was the holidays and me and julie are polar opposites when it comes to our families because i have no old people and like a family that doesn't really get together and julie has a lot of family because of her having a husband with a family to go yeah. to so we kind of just had like two weeks where we just didn't hang out yeah. i did have to give her her present early because i was really fucking excited yeah so Lacey snapchats me and she's like i got your christmas present And you're going to be really mad at me because of how much I spent on it. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. And she's like, it's only because you got really excited about it. And I never see you get excited about anything. And I'm like, wow, (laughs) what a human am I? Well, because, like, that's the thing is, like, Julie likes things. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there are things, like, I got her a Hogwarts t-shirt and she likes that. Like, there are things that Julie likes. But... The, oh, we'll t- I'll tell you what it is, obviously, but um, I'm not wanted- an emotionally forward person, and no. so when people give me gifts, they think I fucking hate them, and I yeah. really don't. No, I was I just grew up in a house where you didn't get super yeah, excited about things. Yeah, you still didn't like fucking act like you were on the Price is Right when no, I gave it to I you. I didn't cry. Yeah, but basically, Julie has helped me a ton, and I knew that I wanted to get her something really nice for Christmas because of all the help that she had given me during the summer, being at all those events with me, because. It is a lot to ask of her to just like, you know, because I mean, uh, most like three or like three or four of them, she was staying in a hotel with me away from her child. So I was very appreciative. And while being at all of these fairs, she kept seeing these strollers things and that's called a Wonderfold. And if you are somebody who knows people with kids or has kids, you've probably seen them. They are the Dalai Lama (laughs) of a stroller. It is like a 
pack and play and a stroller have like a hybrid yeah. baby and they're badass yeah they really and are and every time Julie saw one she would literally did you see that thing it's so fucking cool like she literally got hyped every time she saw <laughs> and one and I never do that she doesn't and so literally I showed her I still had the note from my um phone because as soon as I saw her freak out at Mercer County with them I put in one of my notes just wonderful of like August 16th <laughs> And so then um, I had like just been like toying with the idea of like when I should get it because after Mercer County, I wrecked my trailer. So I had to spend money on that. And then like I kind of just like like I said, September and October were very chaotic because not only did I have a lot of events, but then as soon as I got home, my cows were sick and then a lot of other issues came up. I had two family members that died. And I had a lot of, like, I don't want to say drama because it was, like, legit family issues. But, like, at the end of the day, it is drama. So, like, it was just a bunch of chaos. And so I was, like, then once Christmas time hit, I was, like, fuck it. I'm doing it. (laughs) Yeah, she was, like, so, like, mind you, we we went to see my last year's Christmas gift in, what was it, September? Yes. We went to see yeah okay Mom so Segura. yeah so the but I that was again uh, so Julie's birthday is in November yeah and so a lot of times to make her less mad I'll combine she wobble combos yeah so last year we were at Bert Kreischer and we had the farthest <laughs> <laughs> it's I bought the ticket because I'm usually in charge of the ticket buying yeah right when we want to go somewhere do something I like buy the tickets because it's just easier. Because I like to do things that other people don't like to do. Because other people are like, oh, I'll buy the ticket. And I'm like, um, no, I'm going to look up the, like, I want to see the view from the seats. Yeah. And it said that there was, like, 12 rows behind us. And I was like, okay. Well, like, that's not, we're not up close. But, like, we're up on this balcony. And, like, there's 12 rows behind us. So, we must be, like, pretty close to the front of the balcony. Yeah. No. From the little diagram that I read, there was only three rows in front of us. And we fucking hitchhike to the top of this fucking auditorium that smells like moldy cheese yeah and you can we're touch literally the touching the asbestos it. yeah it wasn't a bad like it wasn't bad at all it was just the fact like because like i don't care to be like front row to something like no. that necessarily but then while we're sitting in this um aud- like auditorium waiting for bert to come on um as luck would have it julie has no service on her phone but i have like 5g yeah and we're talking about how tom segura is one of our other favorite comedians and we would love to see him and julie just so happens to say how cool it would be to sit like up close for something like that so i look on my phone and i see that tom segura is coming to cincinnati like that next may and there are seats that i can buy for like third row yeah so i am like shopping but i don't want julie to know because i i for some reason i really thought i was gonna be able to keep this a fucking secret for more than 30 seconds you might have if you would have made it so obvious what you were doing <laughs> Did I literally get, what are you doing julie because i was afraid she was going to be looking at tickets and then we were going to both buy tickets i was is what i was trying to do but she had no service no so then i literally like i buy them and then i sit for maybe 10 seconds with my thoughts and then i just go so we're gonna see tom figure a third row and julie goes what the fuck am i supposed to get you for christmas a sea do listen <laughs> Listen, and we went to see Tom Skr and I fucking cried. <laughs> got so emotional. Julie, fun fact, is on Tom's Instagram. Out. I am not because I'm not tall enough. Yeah, I'm on Tom Segura's Instagram. Yeah, because like I said, we were third row. And so if you it look was, up his Cincinnati, Ohio show yeah. from May. And I zoom am in, in the background. In the bottom right, right corner, you'll see her. I can't remember what color me. hair you had. I have but blonde it, hair still. It was blonde. Okay. Um, but it was so funny because you can't see me because I'm too fucking short because the guy's in front of us. But it was crazy. Lacey sent it to me and I was like... <gasps> 
I was like, bitch, you're on Tom Segura's Instagram. I'm famous. <laughs> One day when I meet Tom Segura, I'll be like, hey, yo, Tommy boy. <laughs> you already post me on the IG. Yeah. Let's make it official. Where's my endorsement? But it was so funny because like literally, like I said, Julie's not an emotional person. So I knew she was excited. Like we were third row. We had... I cried at the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, she cried at that the Jonas That was 13 years worth of trauma coming up. Though. Yeah. But then literally Tom comes out and I like, because I'm excited and I just look over and Julie's fucking tearing up. Like crying. I was just so overcome <laughs> with the fact that you could smell his cologne. Like we were so close you could smell his cologne because the auditorium we went to is an auditorium. It's not a, like it's a theater type auditorium. So everything is rounded. Yeah. And so we're like edge, your third so we row very... is not actually three rows back. It's like the end of the third row is right in, next yeah. to the stage. So we were almost front row. Like, And he came out and I was like. Yeah, it was crazy. It was because a really fun first, experience. first, we were trying to figure out who's opening for him because Ryan Sickler is also a comedian that I really like. I just like his voice. He's got yeah. a cool voice. And Ryan Sickler comes out, and I was like, okay, this is really fucking cool. Like, oh, my God. Like, I fucking love Ryan Sickler. Mm-hmm. And Tom comes out. <laughs> and I you could smell his fucking cologne. <laughs> That's how fucking close we were. Or the man just wears a lot of fucking cologne. I don't know. And I was just, like, in awe yeah. that I was that close to somebody that I've, like, not looked up to because he's definitely not somebody that you want to make like your role model because no. he's kind of he a dick. He just is really fucking funny. He's just funny. so fucking funny. Yeah. We've it been a fan of him. Of humor. Yeah. We've been a fan of him for a long time. I can't tell you how many times I've watched his specials because oh they're just God. like a comfort thing that I can watch. So, and I'm I just, just so overcome me with Me and emotions. Julie aren't sappy friends. Like, we're not, you know, saying I love you and hugging no. all the time. So, like, my act, like, my, like, love language to Julie is just getting her nice things. <laughs> well, and not like, that she won't, like, she won't do them for herself. Like, no. it's not that she can't afford it. She just doesn't I do won't, nice. I would never yeah. do that for She myself. would never have bought herself a wonderful. Absolutely the fuck not. No. And <laughs> now, but now she's like, I'm going to new tax bracket, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to buy all these new accessories. <laughs> But so anyway, she always does like a wombo combo. So I'm like, okay, like, what do I get you for Christmas? Because I am a person like before a kid, I was really good about paying attention and like making mental notes about things that I think people would like. Mm-hmm. And my kid is just at that age where she requires like all of my attention all the time. She does. And so even when I'm with other people having conversations with other people and my kid's not right next to me, that's all I'm thinking about. And like, I just don't make mental notes like I used to. Mm-hmm. Like the one year for Christmas, I got you that Kendra Scott necklace because I know you like those little tiny Kendra Scott necklaces. And it was like a ruby because I know it's your grandma's birthstone. Yeah. It's and my like, birthstone. Your birthstone. It's a, but it is my birthstone. So yeah. yeah. So, I, like I, I just don't make mental notes like that anymore. I don't yeah. know why. I just don't. Yeah. But that same year I got her that necklace. I got her the I'm CEO bitch T-shirt, which I fucking wear the hell out of. Yeah. People ask me where I get it, and I'm like, it's custom made, baby. So, I fucking love that. I. Thing. She said she wanted this charger thing that goes on her phone, and literally it's just like a magnetic type thing. It just goes on the phone. So I got her that. And what else did I get you? A Stanley Cup. Yeah, and I got her the Stanley Cup, which like I thought I was gonna have to go to war for because you white bitches like in the Stanley Cup. I really do like mine, and I don't understand the slander because first of all, people are trying to say they're hundred dollar cups. They're not. They're forty. They're forty fucking dollars. Yeah. And like, why? Are now we- I will say like on Amazon, some of the retailers that sell them, they are like hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, but just go to the actual yeah. like like target literally has them now well you can buy them on the stanley website for yeah. 40 dollars. well let me tell like let me get passionate about something i have no reason being passionate about for a second here's the annoying thing to me is that people are comparing it to yeti saying yetis are so much better and i have a bone to pick because a 32 ounce yeti is 60 dollars a 40 ounce stanley is 40 dollars. Yeah. now if you want a straw or a handle you have to buy those separate with yeah. your fucking yeti 
you don't have to in your with your Stanley Cup. No. I don't care if ice asks like ass. I don't care if ice lasts longer than eight hours. Who the fuck is leaving their yeah, ice? I was just letting it sit. Who is like, I'm so glad this ice lasts 36 hours. Yeah. Bitch, I'm putting new ice in it every time I get more water. Yeah. What that has no, as long as it's still cold and the ice stays for eight hours, I don't give a shit. I like the way the cup looks. I like how it holds 40 ounces and still sits in a cup holder. That That's why I bought it. But literally, don't compare them to Yeti because that's stupid. Because you would have to spend like 80 or $90 to make your stand, yeah. or like your Stanley and your Yeti be the same with the same accessories. And you still don't get those extra eight ounces. So oh. I rest my case. Don't come for us Stanley girls. Let us live our fucking lives and have cute cups. But they really are. They really are hard to find. Like if you go in store to find them, you're not finding them. You have to be a person who's comfortable ordering online to find them. Yeah. But and, like, I was have so a excited because I am somebody who also like I will buy myself whatever I actually like want yeah. or need. A lot of times I try to make birthday or like Christmas gifts stuff that I actually need. Yeah. Um. But this year I kind of just knew what I wanted. I'm so excited. But I keep that one charger thing in my yeah. purse. It's fucking dope, and I love the other Stanley Cup. I haven't switched out yet because I'm just weird. Yeah. But I'll probably will here soon because. But I have been better so far about cleaning my emotional sport cups more. I'm really bad about that. When it's, the water starts to taste weird and you're like, mm, I probably need to clean well, this. Well, the problem yeah. is, is if you're constantly putting water in it, you're like, yeah, what's the worst thing? It's, it's water. fucking water. But then you realize, because you'll take a sip and you're like, this tastes... Like spicy water. Different. <laughs> but but yeah, point being, I got her a phone charger and a fucking cup. But I told you, like, I literally snapped her. I said, I don't want you to feel like you have to spend the same amount on me because you don't. I just want to do this because this is not just a Christmas gift. This is a thank you for being a great friend and helping me so much and just being the person that you are because you're always there for me and like are a safe place that I can go. So that is how you pay me back because I don't need you to spend $800 on a gift. I was just as happy with my Stanley cup and my little charger. Actually, I was pretty fucking lit about the charger. I put yeah, it on my she phone. Was. I was like, She's like, I'm going to put it on my phone right now. I love it. I See, I'm me and you were the polar opposite. You could hand me a bouquet of $8 flowers and I'll be like, oh my God. Like I geek out. I just don't know why. I just get very excited. Because I just. It's not I, an emotionally forward person. Yeah, I think that's and what it is. I'm an emotional person. Yeah. And like, I, especially like when it's something like when you got me that Kendra Scott necklace, I was like. Yeah. You know I like Kendra Scott. You know Rubio. Like, I love shit like that. Like, when it's actually, like, somebody took a second to, like, think about me and get the gift, I'll cry like a motherfucking baby. Yeah. But this year was a great Christmas. And then I felt bad because I told my mom, I was like, I'm sorry, but my favorite Christmas gift came from Brewmate. (laughs) (laughs) Brewmate sent me a fucking... Yeah cooler they really did and it's dope as shit it is huge too oh my god i, I love that thing it was they're yeah and i was so excited because full transparency so also a uh, big way that Lacey is not going to be as stressed i feel like i should probably move this actually because that's really warm and like i don't need my um computer to overheat so hold please um so a big reason that a lot of stress has been taken off my shoulder for the social media aspect is i have a management team now yep. which i love I was very much on the fence about getting a management team because I've talked to a lot of my other social media friends and they had like mixed emotions. But then um, I was very vulnerable on my friends only because on TikTok you can post to friends only. And a lot of times I post there for advice and other stuff because I have fellow creator friends. Um, And I was very vulnerable about my current situation living at home. And... Um, I just need my own space. My parents, I don't have a bad relationship with my parents at all. I just need my own space. 
And I know that because of my platforms, I'm missing out on a lot of money and opportunities because I don't reach out to brands and I'm not handling that part correctly because I'm so focused on my business. So my um, mutual, and it's actually crazy because she's close, um, Gabby Egan online. She owns her own small business, very successful. Um, She reached out to me and was like, I want to help. And she really did. Like, she was very nice. She told me her management team. She contacted them for me and set up an email. And I work with them now. And they really are great. But I had already worked with Brewmate because I reached out last year. Or the, yeah, technically last year. Um, And did a brand deal with them. They were great. I've been on the PR list ever since. And let me tell you, that shit's so fucking nice. Because Brewmate, like, I am a whore for them. I love their cups. Like, they're great. And... I give them to people all the time because like you don't need that many cups when you get sent the PR like they send me three cups every time and I'm like fuck so literally this Christmas like my cousins and stuff I was like pick a roommate (laughs) and they loved it they were like oh I love these cups I'm like same but I reached out to roommate for Christmas and I was like hey would you guys want to do something for the holidays and they were like well it's the end of the year so our budget's gone but we can do gifted videos and I was like oh well I do really love the brew tanks like that was kind of always my goal to like doing a sponsored video was hoping to get a brew tank but I didn't want to outright say it so when she asked me I was like oh I do love the brew tanks and she was like which color and I was like shut up I like the happy hour color and she's like all right it's sent let me know when you get it and I was like "Ah!" I was so excited I can't wait to use that this summer when we're at places too because it's just because even my parents were like this is dope like they were like that was the first thing that they were like oh shit like this is really nice I was like yeah and dad's like and you know that's one thing that you don't think about investing in but you buy those cheap coolers and they don't hold ice for more than a couple hours I was like yeah I know he's like so I mean a good cooler really is an investment that you can make and I was like yeah and I didn't have to and I loved it can we? Can I ask about the um, Viking fairy um, Native American oh, statue? Yeah, that's. I didn't even know that was in here. That's that's new. What? It's a Viking fairy, correct? I think so. But she's she's got, holding a dream catcher. She's got like a half sleeve, but then like some very interesting. I want to know what terrain and temperament she's in because she is in a mini dress, but then like honestly, okay, minus the fairy wings. Yeah, it's giving me Xena the warrior princess. Yeah, for sure, and she's got like a wolf it's the wolf part my mom is a very oh my god i made a funny last night so um my mom went to a um like meditation thing because like i said my mom and i are very witchy bitches yeah it's so weird that we don't have to take breaks because i can just film on my yeah we don't have to because you got yeah this is great I t- I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I bought a Mac at the end of the year as a last tax write-off thing. Hey, anybody who is on a 1099 and claims expenses, no. They know. They yeah. know the end of the year is when you look. You start looking at shit around November. You're like, damn, I got to make some sizable donations or purchases. Yeah. Because it's not even that like I made a shit ton of money because I spend a lot of money too because yeah. I'm still building my business. Like that is one thing like I'm proud of is I've been able to like money manage very well because like I did get down on myself a little bit because I looked at my like half year and I was like, man, I've made all this money, but I don't have it sitting in my bank account. But then I'm like, yeah, but your two loans are almost fully paid off. Yeah. And you have $80,000 worth of inventory. Like, you're doing okay. And I was yeah. like, you're, you, that's fair. That's fair. But um, I bought a Mac. Um, and it is beneficial. Like, I do use it. I just, like, look like such an Apple slut. Because I have an iMac, a MacBook, an iPad Pro, and an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Apple, though. 
Um, but my mom is a very witchy bitch and so am I. Like my mom's a holistic health practitioner. I'm a Reiki or a reflexologist, love crystals, love all that, like very into that world. And so my mom had this like meditation class that she went to last night and it was also the last night that my one friend is in town. Um, her name's Kelsey. She and I were, have been friends since like seventh grade and she lives in DC now cause she's an attorney. <laughs> And we decided, because I had bought a pin when I was in Chicago, yeah. we decided to get a little high. How'd that go? It was fine. But it was really funny because we were just really sleepy. So my mom gets home at like 11 and me and Kelsey are both just like melted into the couch. And my mom is talking about how um, she just was having these like out of body experiences. And like she was like, oh yeah, I went to another world. And me and Kelsey just look at each other and go, same. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> it was so funny because like i don't uh partake hardly ever that's probably the first time you've gotten high since that edible experience isn't it or one of the first times i've only been hot that's only like the fifth time i've been high ever the first time i did an edible with my family because my mom was calling me a pussy and like that's a weird peer pressure to have and i got too high and had like a full-blown panic attack and then, actually, that might not have been no, the first the time. No, the first time you smoked was on your way to my house. And I, I got way too high. Because my your brother, was, brother was like, you're not hitting it right. And, and then I did. come to find out 14 hits later, she was hitting it right. Yeah. If your last pitch ain't hitting it right. <laughs> your last dude ain't hitting it right. Because you act like you need dick in your life. Yeah. Sorry, I just thought of that lyric as soon as you said I that. I fucking love that song. Um, <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs. And so then the second time, still got too high because nobody let me make the decision no. they kept telling me to hit it more and i'm like i've never smoked my tolerance is at the fucking floor and then i smoked a third time and i only hit it once and just let myself side and this yeah. is a pen too i've never done like bud and i was fine it was a good experience but then i had an edible and that was fucking terrible yeah. so yeah that was the first and that like i said the fifth time i've been high i just yeah. not a, i'm not an addictive personality um and i also like i don't dislike it but like i don't yeah it's not like holy shit i need to do you this need all the time to survive yeah like i it's been like a year and a half yeah. since i had had that edible and i just was like eh, why not it's kelsey's last night and we had fun like it was good we watched that show and everything but i probably won't <laughs> do it again for a, no. a year maybe i don't know but it is very funny because that is just my personality to a T. Yeah. I'm not a big drinker either. No. I feel like I feel like everyone goes through phases in life where they're like they're big on something. Yeah. But I don't. I, I mean, we went through that partying phase. Yeah. But I always drove home because yeah. I only have a couple beers and everyone made fun of me because I literally yeah. drank like a, somebody's dad. Like I yeah. would have like a couple beers and then I'd go home because I, I hit the road. Yeah. Because I'm just, I've not, I've never been a big drinker. Like, I like a couple, like, beverages every now and then, yeah. but nothing crazy. Like, I've just never, like, I've done, I've definitely been drunk. Like, I've been blackout a couple times, yeah. but I don't know. I'm just not a huge, like, I want to get fucked up. Yeah. And I've never been. Like, it's not like when I was 21, I was like, let's book. No. Yeah. Like, we, we did, like, have, like, our parties were 10 people playing beer pong. So, like, it still but wasn't. But, like, that was a part. For around here, that is a party. Yeah, it was fun, And, though. Like, like, we were doing it every weekend. Yeah. But it was fun. Like, I always it had a good fun. time. And we have lots of memories from mm -hmm. those. And we, like, met a lot of people through those. Yeah. And, which is crazy because, like, I am not a person who's down to meet new people. Mm -hmm. Hardly ever. Yeah. It but, is very weird. 
but it I was feel fun. Like you just go through those phases in your life and you realize i don't need that you no. know like i much rather just have like good times with people yeah. and do fun activities like that's what i enjoy and like i love kids like all, like a good bit of my friends have kids and i love being around them yeah. like i'm never somebody who's like you need a sitter like yeah. i'm fully down i don't mind yeah well good because sitters are expensive <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm always just like, yeah, I don't care. You can bring your no. kid. Well, and like now especially, like I'm not one of those people that likes to pawn my kid off on somebody else. Like I do feel like if my husband and I aren't doing anything, like one of us needs to keep her. Mm-hmm. And like it doesn't need to be that way. It's just mentality that mm-hmm. I have. Everybody's different. Well, I think I've seen too many people in my life get abused by their children or nieces and nephews um as free child care oh and yeah expected i see child care. 100%. yeah and i don't ever want to feel like i'm doing that to somebody like ever yeah and like my in-laws they don't work so like they do watch whitley while caleb and i are at work and the, i only work three days during the week so that they don't have to keep her five days during the week mm-hmm. like i only work monday wednesday friday and yeah. they keep her so tuesdays and thursdays she's with me and then saturdays and sundays she's with us but like there's some saturdays where my husband does have to work and like my mom can't watch her because she's at school mm-hmm my sister is in school. My dad would never, <laughs> he, out of fear of having to clean up puke or change a poopy diaper. And, like, I never want to feel like I'm taking advantage of them. And they don't. They don't feel that way at all. No. Because, like, they just genuinely enjoy spending time with her. But, like, always am self-conscious about how much time my kid spends away from me. Yeah. No, and I, I think that's definitely valid. That's probably how I would be, too. Well, I and, know. like, the reason that it's nice that you don't care is because, like, it's not that my husband's friends are, like, anti-kid. It's just, like, they're single dudes yeah they don't know about being around kids like bustin has adjusted yeah but bustin really likes whitley right now because she's very like she's cool yeah like she's cool to have she's funny yeah and she talks to him and she always said hi bustin when he walks in and like you know our friends are starting to mature in the ways that we matured six years ago yeah they're finally understanding what's going on like Mm -hmm one of them just got married another one got married and now it has a baby on the way one of them just had a baby and it's yeah. like wow guys do you see now it's like completely different mm-hmm. and you have to make those are necessary changes yeah. you have to make. i think i've always just been much more of a mature person yeah. but it's Same. definitely not been like to my demise like i don't regret it like no. i still have fun and like i don't want to sound like that dorky person but like i have a lot of fun fully sober yeah like i am a fun time fully sober yeah so like i, I think just, you're more fun sober if i'm completely honest with you because drunk lacy is constantly like you mad at me? Yeah, because I You're get worried about my behavior. You're so mad at me. Can you blame me? Because it got thrown in my face again when I did get too drunk. Yeah. So I just get nervous because, like, I – it's just – it's – yeah. I think I, I just I, – I don't know. Like I, like I said, I am never against people who want to drink. Like, that's fine. Whatever you like. I'm just – I'm the type of person who I hardly have a drink, and if I do, I'll yeah. have a couple. Every every once in a blue moon, I might get shit-canned, but I usually yeah. don't want to be. <laughs> it's usually by yeah. accident. Yeah. Well, like, when we were partying, partying, and this is, like, years ago, like, yeah, before we started getting serious about the fostering stuff. Yeah, like, I was still in college. Like, because we were partying at my house, it didn't matter. Like, I could get as yeah. drunk as I want. Yeah, because you were home. And I was home. I didn't have to worry about it. And, like, now I look back, and I'm like... I beer boned a bottle of rum one time. You did. How? I was the only one that stopped that decision, like tried to stop that decision. No, I'm pretty sure everyone didn't want me to do it. And the only person that did was Bustin. Yeah. And Bustin and I's relationship for a long time was based solely around bet you won't. Yeah. On both sides. Yeah. Because it's all it took. 
if Bustin and I were drinking and it was like, oh, I bet I could do this. And somebody's like, I bet you won't. I'm like, now I have to fucking do it. Yeah. My manhood's on the line now. I gotta <laughs> do it. I gotta and show I was like, you guys see that kid beer ball in this bottle of rum? <laughs> and everybody's like, I mean, yeah, I bet you could, but like, let's not. And Bustin's like, I'll hold the bong, which is funny because Bustin's only like 5'8". He's 5'10". <laughs> <laughs> One time, Bustin straight up told us that he was 5'10 while he's standing next to Lacey, who he is the same size as. <laughs> And I am 5'4". And I was like, bet the fuck you're not. As she's looking down on him. We measured him. Yeah. And he's only 5'10". He's only 5'8", not 5'10". My favorite moment of using Julie's height against men was when... This was before your neck extension, so I know you're a full six foot now. Yeah, but before... Like 5'11 and a half. You held on to 5'11 and a half. Um, but there was this guy, fucking idiot, who I was like talking to and I shouldn't have. But, you know, we all make mistakes. We all have those days. And he was standing next to Julie. And I had always told this man he was not five or he was not six foot. Like, I was like, you are not six foot. You are 5'11 at best. I thought he was 5'10. But he kept saying, no, like, I'm five. I'm six foot. I'm six foot. Like, till death of me. Like, blah, blah, blah. And so we always just joked that Julie is six foot tall. Because it was that close anyway. Close enough. But he was standing next to Julie and he had finally given up six foot but then he was like oh i'm definitely 511 definitely 511 and he is standing right next to julie and he's like see i'm only like an inch shorter than julie i'm definitely 511 and i said that's funny because julie's 511 so you are five fucking ten in his face was he just also like wears peabody and mr sherman glasses and ironically so it was bad okay it wasn't good at least i just don't talk to men now instead of bringing stupid ones around <laughs> I roasted the shit out of Lacey the other day about men on New Year's Eve because she was talking about how, like, it's hard to, like, get out there with oh. your only friend. <laughs> I literally did. And even Caleb, after Lacey left, was like, that was a little bit mean. <laughs> but, like, we were talking about... I forget what we were talking about. Oh, I know what we are talking about. We were talking about people, like, who we knew that were single and how Lacey was jokingly just like, just find me a man. Just set it up. Just set it up. Yeah. And I was like, well, like, we need, you need to, like, you just need to meet somebody. And she's like... Well, I forget I forget what she said, but I was like, Well, like, you need to leave your house. <laughs> it was so funny because she I was do. like <gasps> to go to Julie's house. <laughs> she, she looked at me and I was she's like, It's kinda hard to go out when my only friend that lives here is has a baby and a husband. So I was like, Okay, well we'll make it a pack. We'll go out one night a month. Yeah. So one night a month we're gonna leave Whitley with Caleb yeah. and we're and just we'll go out. We're gonna go on the town. <laughs> But then I told her, I was like, you don't want me as your wing woman. Like, you definitely want Caleb because Caleb will talk to a brick wall about how this guy is blue. Yeah. And I, I won't. You are scary. I, I'm unapproachable. I really am. I'm yeah. truly unapproachable. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. I enjoy. I also enjoy. You're my bodyguard. No one says shit to me when you are in my trailer. And it's the best fucking scary I'm friend fucking privilege scary, ever. Because literally, if it's just me, I look like a goddamn cinnamon roll. It doesn't matter if my whole leg sleeve is out. Yeah. It does not matter if I'm wearing I'm CEO bitch. I'm a cinnamon roll to my core. Yeah. So everyone's like, prices are a little like, and just say the meanest shit. But if Julie's in my trailer, it's like, I'll pay you double. <laughs> it's just. If the scary one stops looking at me. <laughs> I, but I truly though, like if you want, like Caleb would be the perfect wingman if any of his friends like ever actually wanted to like not drink alone in their garages every weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> And wanted to actually, like, go out and meet somebody. Caleb would be the perfect wingman. But, like, 
I did. I roasted the fuck out of Lacey. And Caleb There's, was like, that was really harsh. It really, no, it was funny. Because I know, like, that's why I always tell people that I'm not a sappy single person. Because I know why I'm single. But to be fair, geographically is a big reason why I'm yeah. single. Because the amount of people in this area are just so little. And then the amount of people who, like, because I really am not going to sit here and say that I cannot date somebody that has different political opinions. Because I can. Like, I have friends that have different political opinions. And that's totally fine. But when it comes to human rights, I am not budging Mm -hmm. so if you are homophobic transphobic or racist i will not fucking associate with you i feel like that's pretty like and it's sad how many of the men around here just drop the n-word yep or say all kinds of slurs and think it's okay and acceptable or like don't respect women because i'm sorry you don't respect people if you say slurs still you just don't yep and so that's a big like that's a hard line for me Like, I don't care if politically you think whoever could run a government better. I don't care. They all suck in my opinion. But human rights, I'm not budging on. And I'm also not budging on the fact that I am a boss-ass bitch and you're not going to come in here and try to be demasculated by me and how much money I might make or the job that I do. And so, like, that's where at my core is hard. And so I was telling, actually, the group of girls I went to dinner with last night. We had a great time. It was just a group of girls I went to high school with, still friends with them. And uh, we all got together and had dinner. It was great. Um, And I told Mackenzie, I was like, I actually am very attracted to trans men. Very attracted. I think more than anything, it's the mentality. Mm -hmm. Just because it's like, they get it. They just fucking get it. And, like... There's no pressure there. No. But I was like, how many trans people do you know around this area? Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily that I like, that's the only type I'm looking for. Yeah. But like, that is something that I have just really found in myself where I'm like, yeah. damn, I'm very attracted to you. Yeah. Well, it's like looking at everything you like to look at, but yeah. understanding that they're not going to be homophobic. Yeah. Or transphobic. Yeah. Like, No. I love it. I'm like, yeah. Because, like, everyone assumes that when they see me, they're like, she likes a big, tough country. No! I love a femme little man. I love it. I am masculine enough. Josina got us. She's talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> You're very feminine forward. <laughs> I love me a feminine man sometimes. Because it's not like... Because that's the thing. is like, anytime I... Like, most... Like, most of the time i talk to men from this area who are yeehaw it is very like condescending because i have pet cows yeah. or they like well how's your little business like condescending yeah. and very thing because they're projecting versus if i talk to somebody from the city who like grew up like more just like you know not around livestock and stuff they usually are so curious and think it's so cool and ask questions yeah. and like it's such a different aspect a different- like i don't want to be mansplained no God, I get on Caleb all the time for mansplaining things to me. And I'm like, you just shut up. Do it's not the mansplain most, to me. It's the most in, just infuriating thing to have happen. Because it's like, I know how to do this. Yeah. Please leave me alone. Because, like, I will say, it does aggravate the shit out of me when, like, I'll make videos and then people, like, comment things. Like, either, like, like when I talked about my hair and how I did it because everyone wants to know how to curl my hair and then people drop suggestions. I don't care if you say, hairdresser here. I don't care. I hate when people do that. I don't want your opinion. People do it with me. Uh, the most I see it is vet tech here. I'm like, I don't give a shit. The only time I will ever drop a hairdresser here comment on anybody's video is when I like what they're doing and other people have something to say about it. Because yeah. the people that are telling you you're doing it wrong are usually the people that have nothing. No nothing, idea. Nope. Yeah. Um, Tori Phantom's a big one because people always like to give them shit about 
um, how they do their hair because yeah. they do their hair a lot and they yeah. do they they do a lot to their yeah. hair a lot. But it's and, their hair, and they that's exactly it. right. Like let them do what they want, but they'll post some things and it'll be like people will be like, I cannot believe you're doing that. I like I would never do that. It's like that's or, cool. Like, it's not your hair. So that is so ugly. They recently like well not recently. It's been a few months ago. They had some kind of blue color in their hair, and like blue is very hard to get out of yeah, your it's just that horrid where they to get out of your about hair. it yeah <laughs> it and is hard they neutralized it and colored over it but then the, <laughs> they went to bleach it out again and, and the blue came back like yeah. blue's horrible like if you're if you're ever thinking about blue hair you better fucking commit to <laughs> you better be committed to blue it's blue and if it was green it would die exactly and they went through the whole process of neutralizing it which was pretty correct like the what they were doing if you're like that's that's just so wrong i don't know why you would do that and like you're just you're just gonna mess your hair yeah. up more and da, da, da. so i was like hairdresser here and i think what you're doing is amazing yeah love you bye <laughs> okay love you like, bye i so i never do it a lot of people will tag me and stuff but the only time that you will see me giving my two cents is if someone directly asks for mm-hmm. it like i'm sorry if this offends people but when i post it is not for like i like today i posted my like makeup routine if i do my makeup and i said if people have suggestions for like foundation drop them because i have been having a very hate hate relationship with foundation so i would love to hear some suggestions from people that is totally fine but i'll make a video and people will comment things and i don't i didn't ask like I, I make videos because I like I'm the type of animal owner. There is no question for doubt. If I don't know it, I'm calling my vet. Yeah, that's it. I'm not going to the internet to listen to people tell me things because they Googled it. Right. Like if I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not confident, I'm calling the fucking vet. Yep. Like that's the only two options for me. And I know that's not everybody and that's totally fine. I'm not here to judge you. If you want my advice or my two cents, I will give it, but it has to be asked for. Because I will not just openly give unsolicited advice because I know how frustrating it is. Yeah. Like, and like sometimes it's condescending, which is frustrating yeah. because it just makes you look stupid. It always feels like it's condescending. Well, this is what I just had happen. So ironically, it was very funny. Snow is one of my closest girls to Cav. And um, I had a dream that she had an all white calf just like her. And I posted that on my Instagram story. Like, oh, just so you know, if this does happen, I'm psychic. And somebody like dm'd me like replying to it was like lol she's white and rocco's white so not that crazy new slash bitch that doesn't mean anything no if they were both like charlets where their dominant color is white. purebred charlets yeah, yeah maybe but they are not no. white is the least common color. Yes. it is so fucking rare for a shorthorn to be all white so the fact that i have two of them is very rare and guess what snow's last three babies black well, you it's also what? just really weird that any kind of species that has that doesn't have pure yeah. color line in it throws that color like every time. Snow's parents, Blue, who is Blue Roan, and her dad was black. Yeah. Literally, so Athena, I have one cow who has two daughters that are exactly like her. And that is literally the most crazy shit I've ever, like, I don't yeah. talk about enough how fucking wild that is. Yeah. Because unless you have, like, black Angus, red Angus, or, like, a purebred line of cattle. Yes. It's insane for one of them to look exactly like the well, other Well, it's one. like that with anything. Like, you know what I mean? It's fucking crazy. That's not how genetics work, people. No. And it's so infuriating. Because, like, that comment really... Because, like, I just hate when people try to act like I'm not educated. Like, 
with Doja, that opened up a whole can of words posting about my yeah. cat because literally, and the ones that got me were so stupid. Like I literally like reflected for a second because the ones that got me were a couple people started posting, I just love seeing first time cat owners fall in love. And I'm like, what about me saying, this is the first cat that has been this friendly made you think this was my first cat. No, she has another cat and the only person that loves and appreciates her is me. I've also had cats since I was six. <laughs> like, I literally got my first cat when I was six. Boo did not come greet me today. She didn't. Well, you didn't have to give her enough time really either. No. And the baby gate was up. Hmm. And Todd was in the kitchen. I'll have to go see her before I leave. Yeah. But yeah, it's like literally, it's so insane to me the amount of unsolicited advice people think that you people want. People think that you give a shit. <sighs> It's it like is like that's probably the most exhausting part like because it's not even hate comments because the only hate comments I get are that I'm fat and like I'm literally at a point now where it's dangerous because I do think I'm hot like I used to joke and be like yeah I'm hot and no I think I'm hot now it's a problem it might be a problem like and it's not just because I lost 30 pounds it really isn't because I still have a body type my body type still looks the same just slightly smaller because yeah. I lost like really all over um I did lose a good like much a lot in my face so like you know that is definitely a big difference but yeah it, it might be a problem for people so i think the real problem for people is their ignorance true and but thinking they're more important than what they are yeah but it's just crazy because like that's it like it's so like i literally posted on my tiktok story today um because i posted a video and it was with me and snow and i'm sitting there and i'm sitting with her and you know my guts out because I have a fucking hormonal tummy. I don't care. I show it because I needed that representation when I was a kid because I thought I was ugly and, you know, unattractive just because yeah. of that. And it's not the case. And um, it had it was sitting at like 1.4 million views and I have 1.8 million followers. So that's my normal audience when TikTok actually shows people my videos. So all the comments were positive, like relatively great, like not really anything. Hate. once it hit 1.6 immediately all the fat comments came in and i'm like that is so fucking wild because that's what happens but then the video skyrockets so i'm like i don't care yeah that user six two three four six nine seven eight two one with no profile picture and no backbone wants to try to call me fat oh no i love love when people leave hate comments about like especially people's appearance yeah and then they have a private account what pisses me off is that they can comment that shit but if i make a video responding and don't even comment on them because i can't comment on them physically because i can't see them yeah that video will immediately get taken down for bullying uh -huh. immediately but they can bully in my comments. And the reason why I rep like respond, and a lot of people like get on this weird high horse of like, you don't, it's like you're, I know I'm beautiful. I'm aware that I'm hot. I really am. I am fully aware that I'm full package. And that's why I'm not dating because I literally am just like, I have it all going on right now. So you better like bring it to the table too and not be an asshole because I'm not dealing with it. Like, I know, like I'm posting this because four years ago, that would have affected how I ate yeah. that day. 100%. I would have hated my body after looking at that. Yeah. And I don't feel that way anymore. And that's me taking my power back. And that's me showing other people. And like as corny and cheesy as it is, when there's people DMing you that you're making a difference on how they see their body, that's something I will never stop doing. Yeah. So like me commenting back to it is not for people to be like, yeah, like you're gorgeous. It's like that, the compliments are nice. Like I'm not saying they aren't, but I don't need them. I'm commenting back so that when you see those fat comments and you're like, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not this, you see me being like, fuck you, I'm hot. Yeah. And you're like, shit, okay. Because that's what needs to be talked about. I don't want you to think that I just roll over on those comments because it's stupid. 
And like, I have evolved and been able to do that. And I hate it too, because I remember being a teenager and um, when people acted like Harper from Wizards of Waverly Place was overweight. Yeah. I remember being like, well, I'm bigger than her. Yeah. So then what am I? Yep. So I don't want somebody to see somebody calling me fat in the comments and then be like, well, I'm bigger than her. Speaking of Harper. Yeah. She's a nurse. Yeah. Right. She and the dad from Wizards of Waverly Place just started a podcast together. Uh Uh-huh. Something Wizards of something. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you that dynamic is just so perfect. Yeah. That's good. Such a weird thing to think about. Yeah. Well, Ned's Declassified, they're doing a podcast for like how to survive adulthood. Like they're doing it for like surviving. They're like, I think they're all like almost early 30s now. I think they're like a little bit. Yeah. Also, Ned got really hot. It's the beard. A little bit of facial hair does the wonders for men. Mm -hmm. It's the men's makeup yeah that's true i used to have that in my bio that a uh, hat and beard is makeup for men change my mind on dating apps i deleted bumble again i'll download it again in three months i know yeah it's just, it's just exhausting I, I know it's so exhausting well, i mean i don't know count your blessings that you found your husband in high school and he's not a piece of shit okay yeah i need you to do that count your blessings okay let me write them down put them in your notes um jot that down no i yeah i am i'm thankful that i don't have to worry about um dating and things like that i don't even know how to date because like i've never like properly dated because i live in bumfuck egypt no one properly dates if you're looking at like the definition of dating is what it like the definition of dating is still what it was like 40 years ago yeah when like boy comes to house boy comes picks girl up well now we have to worry about boy murdering girl and then two yeah. bitches in their 30s solve it on their podcast instead of the oh police. my god that's all i want to do is solve <laughs> crime bro why can't why do i have to have a college degree to solve crime bro why can't i just be a hairdresser by day and a crime detective by night give me a fucking investigation discovery show and i will solve i'll figure out who killed john benet ramsey okay i just need the proper resources Get this woman a show. <laughs> Seriously. Get her a show. I've dedicated so much of my life to true crime. I literally send Julie just little snippets and I'm like, what's this about? Because I am I like true crime. There's just like, I have to digest it in smaller increments. No, I'm like, give it all to yeah. me right now. See, show like, me all the gory shit. Yeah. I need to know all the Sometimes details. I need to take those breaks. Like, I need to have a nice like palate cleanser in between. I'm a little bit of a puss. But Julie, no. She can do hardcore shit all day long. Yeah. And I'm just not the same. I'm not as into it as I used to be because now I'm like, I'm self-conscious about my kid hearing it in the car. That's fair. And I don't want it to like somehow, psych- even though I know that's not how psychopaths are created. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of trauma and torture that create a lot of psychopathic people. Yeah, some of it is genetic and then a lot of it has yes. to do with, you know, trauma and all that. But I'm always like, subconsciously, what if that's what happens? I, I would be the same way. Like, so I think that's very valid. I wouldn't probably be listening to certain podcasts if I had a child no. in the car as well. Like, that's fair. That's very fair. Well, I think we've had a good introduction. Back yeah, to I think this has been pod. very fun. Yeah, we can just get straight into some funny stories in this next episode. Yes. And then we're just, we're going to try, we're not going to make any promises. We're not going to come out here like new year, new us. We do feel very good. We have a lot of good ideas and we do both want to dedicate time to this. Like we have, I think we're both going to be better with our bearings this year because Julie's had some time just like officially having a daughter and Whitley is at such a more manageable age. She's becoming independent, which is really sad, but also really cool to watch. Um, And I know how to balance my business more and I know when to say no and not take on more than I can chew. Yeah. So 
we're going to do it, all right? And if we miss a couple weeks, just know that we're going to be back. Um, there's not going to ever be any weird breakup. We've been through too much as friends for us yeah. to just have it. And, a- like, even if there was, I feel like people would probably know before we, like, yeah. stopped doing podcasts. Yeah, but you know whatever. What I mean? All right, well, we'll talk to all you hoes later. All the links yep. will be in the bio and all that jazz. Keep your pussies popping. Yeah. <laughs> Pop your pussies for us, please. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.